0: Eurovision for real with Alicia Michelle. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another Eurovision for real podcast. It's Alicia Michelle and it has been a busy Eurovision few weeks. You know, a few weeks of Eurovision. We officially have eight songs for Eurovision 2023. And I mean, I think the biggest thing that people are asking me is, have we heard the Eurovision winner yet? And the short answer is I'm leaning towards yes, which might feel like a bold, crazy thing to say, but I am leaning towards yes in the affirmative. We have in fact heard the Eurovision winning song, I think. Now, if you've been following the pa- the podcast, you will know that I did a video, uh, or video, um, a podcast episode a few weeks back where I talked about, like, who I thought could win Eurovision 2023, and this was sort of, like, with no songs, who could win? And although I did it after we had, um, I guess, three songs, <laughs> I was sort of, like, this is what I had said before we had the songs that I just had a feeling that this was going to be a Balkan or a big five year. That that's really what I think this is going to be a Balkan or a big five year. And ultimately I think we're still living in that space. And I think I mentioned, I said, Slovenia was up there. I had Serbia. I said, Spain, the UK or Ukraine. Those were the five countries that I decided Tell you all to place your bets on, basically, for Eurovision 2023. Well, since that was done, since that episode was uploaded and released, we had Spain drop their song. Benidorm Fest was strong. It was very, very strong. And I mean, Benidorm really had, I think, a couple of options they could have picked to help them, you know, make it through. Now let's kind of break down Benidorm Fest. And this is the Eurovision for real podcast. And I'm gonna tell y'all about something that happened. And I'm gonna just be real with y'all. I don't think I'm ever going to be the same. I'm never going to be the same again, because one of the songs that Spain had in their national selection at Benidorm Fest, I was like, oh yeah, this song listening to the studio cut, I was like, this could win everything. The music video, Slick, polished. I was like, the staging, it won't even take that much to stage this song. And that was Fusa's Mi Familia. Y'all, when I tell y'all I can't even listen to the song in my car anymore because I was so deeply shocked and disappointed with that live rendition of the song. Homegirl was hollering and yelling at us for the entirety of the performance. And I am still shocked and confused as to why that happened. And I will say some people are like, well, Foose is not a vocalist. Well, guess what? This is not a vocalist song. There was no reason for it to be hitting sonically in the way that it was. She was yelling and thus she became out of breath. I truly thought that I was watching. I mean, and y'all, y'all could be mad at me for it, but this is the Eurovision for real podcast. So put on your big girl panties and buckle up because these are performers. This is their job to expect them to be able to deliver the song on the pitch and key. Is a base rate requirement, okay? It's a base rate requirement. She was just yelling. Me me, I, mean, I, I mean, why are you yelling at us? I will never be the same again. I will never be the same again. Because that song, I mean, just to witness a song that could have just cakewalked to Eurovision victory. Just not be delivered. Well, and to be delivered so poorly by the performer, I will never be the same. Again, I won't, my heart will never let me get so excited. But you know, that was that. I also think that Benadorm had some other options. I actually said from jump, I could have made a case for Megara coming to Eurovision. I could make a case for Megara winning Eurovision. That performance was vocally flawless. We had real staging. It was a story. It was a narrative. It was transportive. That was a visual feast. And I would have so appreciated it on the Eurovision stage. And some people would tell you, oh, the juries would have tanked it. No, they wouldn't have. No, they wouldn't have. It would have come at least top five with the jury. And Bebe Magara could have been coming top two with the televote, okay, if not a televote winner. I'ma just say it. I'ma just say it. That performance was so different. It was so great, but it was also executed so, so, so well. So Magar gave us something amazing. I just, just amazing. Agony was great too. Agony was great too. And some people were like, well, I was a little bit disappointed with, you know, the live performance. But I will say this: even Chanel leveled up her performance from Benadorm to Eurovision and added other things. And I believe Agony would have done the same thing. I believe that what we would have gotten at Benidorm, it was good, it was quality, but we had some place to go. We had some place to go. They could have easily cleaned up the choreography, done some different camera angles, maybe done different dancers, maybe done different styling. All of that stuff we can change. All of that stuff we could change because ultimately the song is really good. The song was good. And when I tell you Agony delivered that, vocally so well and with all the choreo and all that he was doing was still able to do that which again made Fusa's performance that much more shocking because it was there was no excuse there was no excuse uh but ultimately of course we know that Spain ended up going with our girl Blanca Paloma with a loved the song, loved the delivery. The package on stage was perfection. And so we kicked off this podcast with the question, have we heard our Eurovision winner yet? And I'm going to say, yes, it is possible because my girl, Blanca Paloma, has a winning package for Eurovision. It is currently the song to beat for me. Something will have to do a whole lot to trounce that one. We had styling. We had intentional staging with real symbolism happening before us. We had a flawless vocal. It, We had a point of view. We had staging. It was a full package that we were being delivered, and it was being delivered to perfection. This is the song to beat, y'all it's the song to beat. Blanca is our girl to beat. Okay? But I'm not I'm not going to be, you know, I'm I'm not going to just throw it out there. Look, Ukraine is currently number 1 in the betting odds, y'all. That's the truth. That's the truth. Ukraine is number 1 in the betting odds, and some people say, "Oh, well, you know, they won last year, so they're just kind of riding that wave of momentum." You could even just say, "Oh, well, you know, Alicia, you say it all the time. Ukraine is a country that you should bet on because you know that they're gonna do well. Correct. But I think the piece that a lot of people and folks in the Eurovision bubble are ignoring, and it's okay for them to ignore it. It's whatever, because I don't think the public will. Heart of Seal is an extremely current, fresh song. This is the way that people are making music nowadays. This song sounds very a la. I'm gonna I'm gonna sound like a broken record. It sounds like it's ripped from the soundtrack of the television show Euphoria. This is good. It's soulful, but it has that modern feel to it. And the staging that we got in Ukraine, even in a, you know, a metro station, it was great. So you can only imagine they're only going to level up when it comes to the Eurovision stage. So I don't think it's crazy to be thinking that Ukraine could do it again. That's not a crazy thing to think you might not want to see it happen, but it doesn't change the reality that it could. It just, quite frankly, could happen. Next up, I don't know if this song is truly winner potential, but I'm going to say that it's winner worthy. And it's Slovenia's entry Carpe Diem from Joker Out. This is just a fun, groovy Current song with that nice little throwback feel. So it's giving you something for everyone. Grandma and grandpa might be feeling it. Your parents might be feeling it. And the kids are still dancing to it. And the group just looks cool. They just look cool. They look like a cool group of guys that are just modern. And and has never won Eurovision before. And y'all know I got a soft spot for my countries that I've never won before. You know, no shade to Spain. No shade to Ukraine. But I am biased when it comes to if I really want to get loud and push for our country, it's going to be the folks that haven't come to glory yet. And so when they enter and they give us quality, because I'm not just saying they should just get a pat on the back for just, you know, showing up. This is not, you know, gold star for participation. We're not doing that. I don't I don't believe in just gold star for, for participation points. <laughs> I, I, I don't live in that world. But when they show up and they give us something quality. I do think, come on, y'all. Let's just reward it. Unless we forget, Slovenia is beautiful. Slovenia is a great place to go. I'd be down for Ljubljana, okay? I'd be down for Ljubljana. That would be dope. I mean, I I really i I really do think that the song there's just a freshness to it. And I think they've got that charisma, like the band Joker out just they have that energy and they have that kind of like authentic swag <laughs> to just like sell this with such ease. It doesn't feel forced. It just feels good. And I, I think that's another thing that really stands out about the entry is the fact that it's just like, It's not to try hard. And we know so many countries show up at Eurovision. And look, you know, I love someone coming for the win. Don't misinterpret what I'm saying here. I love someone coming for the win. But Joker out. They're coming for the win, but they're doing it with something that's authentic to themselves. This is not like, oh, we're going to do this Eurovision song. I hate that. I hate that phrase, Eurovision song, you know. They're doing something that's just them. So I, I I wouldn't be mad with us rewarding that, y'all, okay? I wouldn't be mad at us rewarding rewarding something like that. Well, next up, I'm gonna talk about the Czech Republic, okay? The Czech Republic, Vesna, My Sister's Crown, that's a winner potential track. Come on now, y'all. It's a winner potential track. So, so far, I, I will say the winner potential chills and vibes and itch that I have are on Spain and Czech Republic. Now, Czech Republic is not trouncing Spain for me. Spain's still my personal number one. They're, They're doing everything that I need. But the Czech Republic's entry, they've got a strong visual. They've got a strong message and point of view, which is so important at Eurovision. You've got to have that strong point of view of what you are trying to do. They've got a song that feels anthemic. It feels modern. Well, I shouldn't even say it feels modern. It's anthemic and it is modern. There's something about this that gives us that ethnic feel. We're hearing all of these different languages. You know, It's not just in English the whole time. There's something about it that feels out of the box. And if y'all have not looked at this music video, you got to look at the music video. You got to look at the music video. I don't think that the staging has to be the music video, but I think we can nod to it. We don't have to be too literal. We don't need to copy and paste like that styling. We don't have to do that. But I I do feel that there's something about it. It feels special when you listen to it. When the chorus drops, there's this hit in the song and you feel it you feel that hit. It's something about it that echoes. It resonates. And, uh, and again, we're talking about countries that have never won Eurovision before. And if you remember my podcast, the, my, one of my earlier podcast episodes where I talk about countries that I think are going to win Eurovision soon, Czech Republic is on my list. And I believe it. And maybe they'll be able to get it done this year. Maybe they will be able to get it done this year, which I wouldn't be mad at because that guarantees my presence at Eurovision 2024, which I'm already thinking about that, because it is official. It is really, really official, official. I, I'm my body won't be in Europe this year. And I'm I feel conflicted about it. I feel really bummed. I would love to make it work, but it ain't happening. It's just hard, y'all. It's just hard. Okay. I want it to happen. I want it to happen but it's not going to happen because I don't have the funds. All right. I don't have the money, the money. I don't have it, but yes, I think Czech Republic song. I'm sort of there. And then y'all, because when people ask the question, you know, have we heard the Eurovision winning song yet? They tend to just focus on the songs that have been released. And as of now, we only have eight songs released. But there's a little asterisk with that question because we've got several national selections underway right now as we speak. We've got Festival da Consal, we've got UMK, we've got Melody Festival and we have Romania's national selection, Moldova Supernova has started. So we have a lot of songs in the mix right now y'all and I'm going to just go ahead and tell you right now, Serbia's got options. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Serbia has some options, y'all. I have been diving into my like Eurovision playlist currently that has, you know, has two of our Eurovision songs. So I've got uh, Aya from Spain on there. And I, of course, have... Uh, Ukraine's song Heart of Steel on the playlist. And then I have a whole bunch of other songs from national selections. Y'all, let me tell you what I got from Serbia on my playlist. Currently, currently, this is what I have on my playlist. I have Filip Balos, Balos. I have his song. That's just fun. It almost feels like a song that Hurricane would put out. It's good. It's good. I don't know if that song would be a Eurovision winning song, but it's solidly top 10. Solidly top 10. That song's great. Then we got Luke back. Someone me says, I just want to go to sleep. Ah, I mean, this song, that is a Eurovision winning song. And apparently word on the street is that uh, Constracta. Was in the studio, might be part of helping to design some of the staging. Come on now, y'all! Serbia is trying to win, and I love to see it because I'd love to see it for them. Serbia is coming for the win. They they're giving us options. Also, we got the new iteration of Hurricane, and some people might be kind of like, I'm a little bit nervous. I don't know. We had we loved our we loved our girls. We loved Hurricane, you know, Volume One. But look, this Zumi Zumi Zami song, Hurricane Volume 2, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I'm playing it on a repeat. It's the thing that's on me. Zoomie Zumi Zumi. Hurricane, yeah. Yes, y'all. La, da, 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 da. Oh, they're giving me everything I need. It's, it's, it's still winter. I feel the heat when the song is on, okay? That's what you want to do. And then there's this other song that really just makes me feel like ultra music fest. I don't think that this is a song that would win Eurovision, but I'm feeling it. It, And I will say this, it's a song that would definitely come top 10 because it is just straight up like ultra music fest. And if anyone can kind of bring to life this DJ party atmosphere, I believe Serbia can do it. Because I think back to when Serbia hosted, eurovision yo everybody looked like they were having a party i tell people that all the time i'm like when serbia hosted eurovision it felt like a party okay i'm like watching it they had this one girl that was like reporting from like some town square filled with people everybody was drinking dancing partying i was like girl yes i want to be there it just looked like fun so them giving us this very dancey, anthemic song, this is the Presidente song from Savo. Presidente, dun, 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 dun. It's just ultra, or is it ultra, sorry, ultra music fest vibes. So those, those are the four songs right now that I'm really gravitating towards. And like I said, I mean, that Luke Black song, If Constructors in the staging team, We could be talking about something. We could definitely be talking about something. Now, some of y'all might be thinking to yourself, Alicia, you forgot about Norway. I I didn't forget. (laughs) I did not forget about Norway. But to be fair, uh, Alessandra's track, Queen of the Kings, is hitting that Spotify global chart. The song is a hit. The song is a hit. Now, it might lose steam, it might lose momentum, or that momentum and steam might pick back up once we get to Eurovision. You know what I'm saying? So like, I mean, clearly it's a hit now. People are loving it. They're turning to it. They want to listen to it. That's saying something, y'all. That's saying something. So although I wouldn't say it's my favorite song, I don't dislike it. It's not my favorite song. You know, Spain, I prefer more. I prefer what Ukraine's doing more. I prefer I prefer what Czech Republic is doing more. I prefer what Slovenia is doing more. That doesn't mean that I think what Queen of the Kings is bad. Also too, I should just note this for y'all. My daughter, Josephine, ciao. Someone said that maybe... Her stand country for Eurovision is gonna be Norway. And y'all might be right. Cause so far, Norway is giving my daughter everything that she needs. Um, they're they're serving for her, and she is she is all in, okay? She is all in. And I'm okay with that. Because the song I, I, I there's nothing really wrong with it for me. I just like other things more. So that one's in the mix. Again, I stand by my opinion. I don't think that this track will win Eurovision. I don't think so. I don't think that this track will win Eurovision. But I still think that it is. It's a solid track. And look, y'all know I am willing to be wrong. Eurovision for real. Your girl is not perfect. I am infallible. Duh. You know, duh. Well, it's been a lot happening in our Eurovision world. And so I want to, you know, I kind of want to loop around so this saturday we we have like a little bit of a super saturday situation i am wondering if i might go live i'm thinking i might because i think i'm gonna miss the other super saturday that we have that's march 11th i think i'm gonna miss that one so maybe saturday this is the one that i'll do because estonia is picking their song romania will be picking their song we'll have dance melody grand prix We'll have the grand final of Supernova, also Croatia, and then also San Remo. San Remo's going off, so we'll have that. And then Malta will be, and I'm going to tell y'all right now, picking their artist. Because I'm still not sold on believing that they won't change the song. (laughs) So if you ask me, what Super Saturday lineup am I most curious about? I'd say I'm probably most curious about Romania, uh, because I... I don't know any of the options, so I will probably be watching that grand final. That's my plan is to actually tune in to Romania's grand final. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that just because I haven't heard any snippets or anything like that. So I'm just ready for the show. I would say I'm also curious. I mean, as always, San Remo, I just put it on the TV and force anyone who's in my house to watch it because <laughs> it's like it's going to be on the TV. I'm just going to pull it up and just let it run. Just let it run. I have no favorites. I have not heard any snippets from Sam Ramo. I will listen after. But I'm always curious to see what Italy sort of puts puts together. So I'm curious about that. And then um, and then with Denmark, I would say I would have an asterisk by Denmark because I did react to their songs in their national selection. And there's a song in there that just feels really special to me. It's called Liga Air, and I think some people say, oh, it might just be too quiet, but I think this might be the song that's one of those songs where it's so quiet and so contrasting from everything else that it's loud, and and I feel that pretty deeply. Like It's so quiet that it ends up echoing, and it ends up being loud, but also Denmark has this song from this artist called Riley, and uh, what is it? Uh, troy Troye Sivan or something. I don't know there's this that's what people say that, that he uh, reminds them of. but I like his song. I, I think I think that that song could could do could do well um yeah, that song could do well at Eurovision and I think really what Denmark needs to do is try and pick something that can make it. you know they should just be looking for something to make it. And we'll see if they're able to do that. I don't think I'll be tuning into Dance Melody Grand Prix. I think I'm gonna hold fast to tuning into Romania and tuning into Latvia. Let's let's hit on Estonia because Estonia's national selection uh, will start first. Y'all know there's one song in that in that national selection that I have been listening to on a lo- on a loop, and it's ML's or Maels. And the song is so good. And let me tell you, that song is so good. I don't think that that song will be winning. It does seem like everyone is thinking this Ollie guy with his song Venom will win. If that comes to Eurovision, I'm not gonna lie. I think it's, it's 50-50 for me. I don't dislike the track, but it's not anything that I think will be winning eurovision this year and you know it's almost a song that i'm like if it just misses out on qualification i wouldn't feel no type of way about that where i think estonia should go if i were them i would probably be picking well obviously i'd be picking maels but i don't think that that's going to happen but i am looking at um I am looking at the Bedwetters. I think the Bedwetters song actually is stronger than Ollie's song, personally. I think, you know, they've got sort of this interesting styling. So that'll stand out. And I mean, look, Estonia, don't y'all just want to qualify? Just focus on qualifying. And if you go, yeah, so I would go. So if I were Estonia, I would be going with Bedwetters and their song is Monsters. But then they also have this song from uh, a female artist, Alika Bridges. When I heard the song, there was something really special about it. There was something really special about it. And it stuck with me. So for me, I would say Bedwetters or Alika for Estonia to pick. We will see what they do. We will see what they do. But ultimately, Estonia, they've broken my heart so many times at SD Lao that this year I was like, it's best for me to not, <laughs> it's best for me to avoid it a little bit because my heart just might be broken again. Okay, so let's talk about Lapia. Let's talk about Supernova. Now, one of the big favorites for Supernova was Inspo Sway, and they did not make it to the final. They didn't make it to the final, and I felt really bummed for them. But I actually really liked what Lapia was sending um for their national selection. I thought that they had some options in there. And although I might have had to let go of inspo and sway it's okay because i still got my girl patricia in the mix i still got sudden lights in the mix and i still got 24 aveninja avanesia 24 avanesia i need to figure out how you say that say that, but their song You Said was very, very good. I like that. So my favorites from Supernova are Sudden Lights, Patricia, and 24, Avenasia, Avenasia, Aveninja. Y'all, work with me here. I I, I don't know. I don't know. Those, those would be the songs that I would consider. And I, I want to just say something about Patricia's track. Patricia's track, I think some people might be jumping to conclusions with it just thinking that maybe it's just like some pop song it's really not it's like kind of an early 2000s like pop rock not even pop rock like maybe more rock alternative track with a little dash of um of pop in it i i when i first heard the song um it actually reminded me of k t tunstall Which, you know, singer-songwriter, musician, you know, just super, super. And actually, she's um, she's Scottish. So I'm, like, talking to a Eurovision audience. I'm like, y'all might know her. Katie Tunstall. That's, Patricia's song really is giving me more of that. Like, this is not, like, a regular, like, pop track. So I just, just for anyone kind of sleeping or maybe writing off my girl Patricia, don't. Don't. We're getting, like, a nice kind of rocky... You know, there's a little bit of soul in it. So I'm liking that track. Sudden Lights, I really like. I like that song on first listen. But y'all, the dark horse that y'all were looking at me crazy. Y'all were looking at me mad, mad crazy when I was saying I like this song. But 24, Aveninja, eh, The song is funky. It feels different. They gave us actual staging. There's something with that song and when I tell you that song would qualify, okay? And that's what Latvia needs to be thinking about. All right? Latvia needs to be thinking about qualification. Okay? So that's that's what I want to see. That's what I want to see from them. So I will definitely so again, I am definitely going to be turn, tuning into Supernova. So I Estonia I might I might I might stay away. Romania I'm definitely watching. And and we're gonna have to have supernova on the TV. But let's um let's talk about Dora. Let's talk about what Croatia could possibly be giving us because y'all, we gotta get Croatia back in the final. We really, really gotta figure out how we can get Croatia back. Okay. And Dora, y'all, y'all have y'all have, I think, really one solid option that would not just be qualification. And let me say that not just qualification, but I I actually think maybe maybe a good run at it. And I don't want to I don't want to jinx it, y'all. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to jinx it. But I'm going gonna go out here and say what y'all know I'm gonna say. It's the harmonia dissonance, the song Nevera. I think that that's an option. I think we're not just talking about qualification there. I think we're talking about a potential top 10 finish if it's staged correctly. I'm loving that one. Another song that I was loving, uh, an artist, Barbara. Barbara, y'all. Some of y'all are sleeping on my girl, Barbara. Barbara is giving us something very interesting. I was feeling it. I was feeling it. And another sleeper sensation, Yogi. I like that song. I don't know if Yogi would be what I would recommend for them to send a Eurovision, but it's a good song, and, and I want to shout it out. The song is Love at First Sight. It's from Yogi. We got a seasoned performer. I'll, I'll be curious. I'll be curious about that one. And I think I like that Dom song from Tayana, the song from Tayana, Dom. I think I liked that one, that one too. But look, y'all, we got to get Croatia back in the final. Harmonia Dissonance will do it. Harmonia Dissonance with Nevera will definitely do it. Come on, Croatia. Come on, Croatia. We need y'all back. We need y'all back. And then Malta. You know, Malta has been a long road. It's been a long road in that national selection. And maybe we should say that artist selection. But I think, you know, maybe I will watch the show. Maybe I would I would tune back in to see what they're gonna give to us because in in the final in the final lineup we got our girl Brooke with Checkmate. I think that song's cute, but I think the fandom likes it more than I do. I'll be honest; I think they like it a little bit more than me, and that's okay. That's okay. Y'all know I'm feeling Eliana. I'm feeling Eliana, and I was I was low key actually kind of feeling uh Matt Matt Black. With the song up, I was like, maybe maybe we could be having something there. Maybe we could be having something there. And, you know, Nathan's track has actually been growing on me. Nathan's track, Creeping Walls, has grown on me. But really, the, the song that probably won't win, that they really should be sending to Eurovision, is The Busker. They're not going to do it. They're not going to do it. They should have done it or they should do it, but they're not going to do it. I really want them to do it. I really want them to do it. But oh my goodness, y'all, your vision 2023. It's been a crazy week. Next week is going to be even crazier, but thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the Eurovision for real podcast. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast. I am interviewing people like crazy. So, you know, we've got, we've got a setup schedule. You want to subscribe? Eurovision season is only heating up more. So you don't want to miss a thing. You got to keep it locked here. Eurovision for real. Thank you for listening. Bye.